It's your Gator Volleyball Podcast. From the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida, it's the next generation of Gator Sports media personalities, bringing you the latest in Gator Sports, courtesy of the Orange and Blue Sports Network. It's your Gator Volleyball Podcast. How's everyone doing today? And welcome back to the Gator Volleyball Podcast on the Orange and Blue Sports Network. I'm your host today. My name is Nick Abreu, B reporter for ESPN Gainesville on the Gator Volleyball team. And I'm here to give you guys all the rundown on all, and all the information for the Gator Volleyball team over the past week. So today we got a really exciting um, episode for you guys. First off, we're going to recap the loss against Tennessee as well as against Kentucky. And then we are going to finish off the episode with a preview for the upcoming match versus LSU. So let's get right into it. So first off, the loss against number 11, Tennessee. The Gators lost to number 11, Tennessee, in five sets on Friday night. It was actually a really tight game. Tennessee was going to be one of those tough games. We were coming off a loss, a sweep actually, to number 10, Arkansas, right beforehand. So we really wanted to be able to get back into the mix in the SEC and be able to take home a win against, against Tennessee in this game to put ourselves back into into that picture for maybe an SEC title this year. Uh, it was a really tight game. We lost in five sets. The Gators were actually up 2-1 to one before losing sets 4-5. and five. So it was a bit heartbreaking. And Florida actually managed to have a higher hitting percentage than Tennessee and still wasn't able to pull out a win. So a little bit unfortunate for the Gators today or last week. They put in, they put in a good effort, but they just weren't able to get it done in the end. Some notable stats for the game. Kennedy Martin led all scores like usual with a career-high 28 kills. An insane number for her and for anyone. 28 kills is always insane. Sophia Victorio also had 14 kills in the game while Nettie Okamore had 12. So big game for Nettie Okamore on the offensive side of the ball. You don't really see that that often playing in the middle. She usually gets a lot of blocks. And she'll, she'll put in the kills every once in a while. But double-digit kills for her is big to see. Kennedy Muff also had a career-high 60 assists on the game. She also had a double-double in the game. So, as you can see, the offense was firing. The offense was going crazy. But for some reason, the Gators couldn't pull out the game. And believe it or not, I think it was because we lost the defensive battle in this game. Uh, We only had seven blocks on the game compared to Tennessee's 12 blocks. And we also only had 67 digs compared to Tennessee's 71 um, digs. So not a huge difference in the digs, but enough to make a difference in the scoreline. And obviously, five blocks is a pretty dramatic um, shift. So the fact that they were able to get those five points off of blocks is probably was probably the difference maker in this game. And it's it's tough that it came down to that. But it is a little bit inspiring and hopeful that we were, although we've had all these injuries, as, as we know, season-ending injuries to Alexis Stuckey, to Anna Dixon. It's important to know that we can keep up in these games, and although we, were able, we weren't able to um, come out with a win, it, it did look better than we have earlier in the season. So now getting into the loss against Kentucky. The Gators lost in four sets this time to Kentucky. That was Sunday afternoon that just passed. This was the third top 15 matchup in a row for the Gators. 
as I said, number 10, Arkansas, number 11, Tennessee, number 13, Kentucky. These were all home games too. So this was a, a big stretch for the Gators. We, we kind of needed to come home with a win in these, and the fact that we weren't is kind of sad. So the defense got back to what they usually do in this game. Uh, we had seven blocks from Essex and six from AC Fitzpatrick. So big team game on the blocks. Also good to see AC getting in there on the defensive end. She's been a little bit quieter, quieter as of late. So the fact that she's being able to contribute on both ends is a big help. Uh, the offense also in this game, it wasn't as successful as it was in the last game. It wasn't terrible, but we relied very much on Kennedy Martin. Kennedy Martin was the only Gator in double figures in this game. She had 27 kills on a super efficient .432 hitting percentage. So it really seemed like the Wildcats were not really focusing as much on Martin. They knew she was good enough to get her way. She's big enough, uh, skilled enough to get her way no matter what they threw at her. So it seemed like their strategy was really to let her do her thing. She she was always going to get it done. She was always going to score points. So they were going to let her score. And instead, they focused on our secondary scores that can usually win us the games. For example, Sophia Victoria didn't have as many kills as she would usually. AC Fitzpatrick also struggled on the kills. So, so the fact that we weren't able to find many scoring options outside of these Kennedy Martin kills was probably a big factor in this. Uh, also, just to note, Kennedy Martin, after this game, recorded record, holds the record for the most kills for a freshman in Florida volleyball history through 21 games with 354 kills. So, big record for Kennedy Martin. She's been tearing it up this year, and it looks like she's going to be one of the all-time greats in this program. And uh, I'm excited to have her for the rest of the for the rest of her four years as a collegiate athlete. And I can't wait to see what she does. She also maintained her record of keeping over 10 kills a game in every single game this season. Especially, we, we've said this so many times. It feels a little bit repetitive. But she's still a freshman, guys. So the fact that she's able to consistently put up double-digit kills, and not even just double-digit, she almost reached 30 kills in this game. And that's the second time in a row, second game in a row, where she's reached that high 20s area. The fact that she's able to do this so young, is so beneficial for our team, and I honestly don't know where we'd be without her. So as I was saying, this loss is, all three of these losses, like, just put together, is really a shame for the rest of the season. It was really important for the Gators to pick up at least one of these wins against top 15 opponents just to prove ourselves and and prove that we can compete with these top-ranked opponents that we were in the beginning of the year. We saw three top 10 wins in the beginning of the year before finally losing to Wisconsin, which honestly we had that game in the bag if uh, before Stucky went down. Now, I think we could have won that if she stayed in the game. Um, but just to prove that we could be at that level again, it was really important to pick up one of these wins. And I know we got close against Tennessee, but the fact that we weren't able to put it away when it mattered uh, is really kind of a tell for what, our team is capable of in the future, and I th and I hope we can get back to what our our standard is. 
it'll be tough to put ourselves back into that conversation with all the top teams in, in the SEC, especially with all the injuries that we've had, as I said. But we do have rematches against Arkansas, as well as against Kentucky coming later in the season. So if we can get our revenge in both of those games, that'd be really big for the, for the future of the season. So now let's get, speaking of the games that are coming up, our next game is actually on Friday against LSU. So the Gators are actually finishing a four-home game stretch against LSU on Friday night. And LSU is only 10-12 this season and 5-7 and in conference play. So they haven't looked the greatest so far. They have a losing record, so it should be a win for the Gators, I'd say. It should be a game for Florida to get back on our feet and prepare for the more tougher games ahead. Like I said, can rematch against Kentucky, rematch against Arkansas. Those are the games we're really going to be circling on the map. But we can't really – we have to make sure we don't underestimate LSU because they have some heavy hitters on, the, on that team that are really underrated. One of them is Journey Robinson. She is such a dangerous player for the Tigers. She has 313 kills on the season. It's averaging pretty much four kills per set, which is an insane number. Um, so we just got to watch out for the big hitters like her and make sure that we're on edge and on our A game and can't don't get caught out um, to make sure we maintain our solid record. Um, so we, we need to make it a point to shut her down to be able to get that win. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the for the week. Rem- remember, you guys, um, to follow us at OBSN Gators on Instagram and Twitter, as well as um, listen to us on Spotify and Apple Music at the Orange and Blue Sports Network. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you guys next week.